And now, another episode of Radio Yesterday, brought to you by ChuckChat.com. horse with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. This is the legend of Dan Reed, the story of how the Lone Ranger found his only living relative. of prairie schooners moved westward through a valley. Among the pioneers were families with all their worldly goods and men on horseback who planned to seek their fortune in the new frontier. Also, there were several women who had joined the wagon train to meet their husbands who had previously gone west to make new homes. Suddenly, a blood-chilling cry rang out from the hills. Indians! Brilliantly painted Indians charged from the hills on both sides of the valley. Farmer circle with the wagon! Heavily outnumbered by the Indians, the pioneers knew they had no hope, but they were determined to fight to the last man. It was the following morning when the Lone Ranger and Tonto came upon the scene of the massacre. They drew rein and examined the grim remains of wagons that had been looted, then burned, and the bodies of brave pioneers who had died in their attempt to conquer the West. No survivors, Tonto. Ah. It looked like work of Apache. This must have been the wagon train that was heading for Fort Laramie. While Tonto watched, the masked man made a detailed inspection of the ashes of wagons and their contents. Presently, he found a small square piece of metal, a nameplate from a trunk. He wiped it on his sleeve, then read it. Tonto, remember how the Cavendish gang ambushed my brother and the other Texas Rangers in Bryant's Gap? Uh, me no. You ambushed too. I think my brother had an idea that something might happen to him. Just before we rode into the Gap, he called me aside and said... I want to speak to you brother to brother. My wife and son are coming from the east. Something happens to me and you survive. Well, I know you'll take care of her and Danny. I promised him I would. Then he said... I'm going to count on you to resign from the Rangers and work that silver mine we staked out. See that my son and his mother get my share. I made arrangements for an old man named Jim to work the silver mine and got enough ore to keep me supplied with silver bullets and what cash I need. Ah, me know. We were to wait until my brother's wife arrived from the east to decide what she wanted done with her share of the silver mine. But now I... Me sorry, Kimasabi. Yes, Toto. Linda and the baby boy were on this wagon train. Maybe woman, baby captured. Maybe them alive. It's a faint hope, Toto. Nevertheless, I shan't be convinced that they're dead. We'll always be on the lookout for some clue that Dan Reed and his mother are alive. In the meantime... We must help make the West a place where massacres like this can't happen. Hey, 
After reporting the massacre of the wagon train to Fort Laramie, the Lone Ranger visited his secret silver mine for a fresh supply of silver bullets. Then, with Toto at his side, the masked man turned the blinding light of justice on criminals throughout the West. He was a mysterious figure identified only by his mask, the great white horse named Silver, and a ringing cry. Are you Silver? He was the Lone Ranger. Though 13 years went by, the Lone Ranger was ever alert for proof that his brother's wife and son were dead, or, if living, a clue that might lead him to their side. Then his adventures took him to the high border country in the Northwest, where he fought men who sought to rob an old lady called Grandma Frisbee and her adopted grandson, a boy in his early teens whose name was Dan. The outlaws were conquered, but the fight had been a great strain on Grandma Frisbee's aging heart. The masked man and Dan were with her in the small, neat bedroom. I... I'm tired. Try to get some sleep, Mrs. Frisbee. No, I, I want to be sure Dan will be all right. I want you to take care of Dan. I'll take care of him as if he were my son. You... You ought to know about his past. He's not really my grandson. No? I'm not. But Grandma Frisbee, I always... Let me talk. There's a small box under the bed. Hand it to me. I'll get it. Grandma Frisbee held the box in her thin, blue-veined hands while she told of coming west in a wagon train. That was over ten years ago. There was a fine lady traveling with the party, and she had a baby boy. The dying woman told about the Indian attack. I crept away from the scene of the massacre and took the baby with me. I came up here near the border and raised Dan as my grandson. Here's a little gold locket that he wore around his neck. There, there are pictures inside. The Lone Ranger opened the locket and looked at the faces of the man and woman as Dan spoke. I wonder who my parents were. I know them. This man, your father, was my brother. Your brother? He was a captain of the Texas Rangers and one of the bravest men in the country. Your mother was a fine lady from Virginia. Her name was Linda. I called the baby Dan because it's the name that's on the locket. But I never knew the last name. Dan's last name is Reed, the same as mine. Gosh. I've been looking for you, Dan, for many years, ever since your father died. From now on, if you're willing, we'll travel together. Oh, I'd like that. I'm glad. Would would you do just one thing for me before I... I sleep? Would you take off that mask and show me your face? Why, of course. Oh, it's a good face. Yes, a good face. Dan, your grandma was a fine woman. It's too bad she had to go. She was certainly good to me. She and your father left you a great heritage. A heritage? Yes. They and others like them have handed down to you the right to worship as you choose and the right to work and profit from your enterprise. They have given you a land where there is true freedom, true equality of opportunity, a nation that is governed by the people, by laws that are best for the greatest number. Your duty, Dan is to preserve that heritage and strengthen it. That is the heritage and duty of every American. Mm-hmm.